Welcome to She Makes Waves. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and I'm here to share with you a lot of realness and rawness about what it's really like and how we all have to let go of who we thought we had to be to live into who we actually are. I'm going to be sharing with you my truths and the truths of others and make waves while doing it. Who's with me? Because we're not going to be nice anymore. We're getting real. Buckle up, babe. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome to She Makes Waves. I haven't done a solo episode in a while and it's kind of what sets my heart on fire as it turns out. So I'm back at it. And today as I sit in my daytime sweatpants, different than my nighttime wear, I want to share some thoughts I'm having around permission and the lack of permission that a lot of us give ourselves to maybe do the things we want to do or to honor ourselves in a way that maybe doesn't seem like from the external world is something that creates value. So I think so many of us are home from jobs that, you know, offer us this amazing ability to be productive and to add value. So I think For me, I've had to give myself and I continue to give myself permission to rest, permission to read, permission to bake pre pre bundled cookies. I haven't got I actually just went on Pinterest and looked at possibly making my own cookie mix. I know it seems like who doesn't do that, but I don't. I buy the pre made balls. And so I think there's so many things that we didn't give ourselves, at least I didn't give myself permission to do in regular life because I'd be like, who has time for that? Or like, I should take that one more client or I should do this one more thing that would add tangible value or move the needle forward. But I was really inspired by a podcast I was just on with Lexi Lomax and we talked about how we sometimes maybe don't do those things in regular life because we don't always feel like they move the needle forward. But what if those are the very things that need to come with us out of this time that we're in right now? So we're all outside of our normal schedules. We're all outside of our normal wheelhouse. But what if there's things from this time that need to come with us? And what if there's things from life before that need to not be a part of this new life that we go back to? Because when we say go back, we can't, right? Like all we have is this moment. All we have is is what we're going towards. And we can try and carry the baggage with us into our new life, or we can just let the new life start happening to us, but incorporate some of the things from this time that has like settled our souls or been fun or creative. So for one person, it's tie-dyeing a bucket hat. For another person, it's it's you know, painting a side table. Another person, it's painting a room. Like if you're me, you bought all the paint to paint the whole house and then you painted a square and it looks like horse shit. And so before I even got down that rabbit hole, I knew I was outside of my wheelhouse. So if you're me, you're making a list for Luis, your handyman, for all the big ideas you have for when you actually go back to work. It involves going back to work because... I have to pay to get it all done. And when you see the square inches that I painted, which I think I will post later, just so you can see that it is 
not me being modest. Uh, I'm a terrible house painter. So it's really good news that it's this bottom section of the entryway. But I think that we all have to really sit with ourselves right now. And for some of us, maybe we haven't done that. And for me, like two years ago is when I introduced myself to myself at the age of 30. So I think not having judgment towards yourself is really the, the, the most healthy way to wade through this. And that's really all you can do. You're in this uncomfortable season where some of us are having to look at ourselves for the first time. And we're having to maybe see some patterns or see some things or how we show up. For me, a lot of times it, it shows up in people pleasing and losing myself in other people or accommodating beyond what's really comfortable for me. Like I think we have these coping mechanisms working. So my coping mechanism forever until recently was, oh, just life's hard. Put your head down and do more hair. That does not solve the problem. But I think we're looking around right now and some of us, if we're really honest, are grasping at our coping mechanisms. We're not sitting with ourselves. And so like, yeah, watch Tiger King. I mean, I watch Tiger King, but I'm still sitting with myself. Turns out 24 hours is a, it's a long day. It's a long day. And it makes you realize when you're thinking up to yourself like I am, okay, I work eight-hour days. Why did it feel like when I have these days like I have now that my, my career and my life took up so much of my time? I don't mean hours of the day. I mean time spent investing and in the investment of time in your career or your business. Or for some people, maybe it's been something else. Maybe it's the, the volunteer thing that you do or a relationship that takes off your energy. And there was a time in my life where my mom said, it's almost like you have this like fan and it's sucking out the side of you, all this air that could be going into other things. And I think she hit the nail on the head with that because even though I worked eight hours, four days a week, which isn't a crazy amount of hours, it almost feels like the way I sometimes do it It sucks so much more for me than that. And now that I'm doing yoga with Adrian and going on walks and seeing really the length of a day and how much of that day went into my work, it's a really cool vantage point to be able to then look at and go, huh, this eight-hour job is taking up way more of me and my time and my life than, than I think it needs to. So that's something that's going in my little note to self during quarantine. I also think that not being so attached to what you do, but how you feel has been something that has continued to be something in my life that I keep coming back to. And I've talked to so many hairstylists and I don't really know any hairstylists that are sad because they're not doing hair. They're sad because of how they connect with people and how they go through life and here's the vehicle in which they do that through. So I'm really into that and thinking about how, how is it that it's not really what we do, but, but like kind of like the vehicle that it provides us 
to getting those needs met. So like, I feel like I don't have a ton of friends. I feel like I spend my days with people I really enjoy that I'm drawn to them and they're drawn to me and I miss them as human beings. I don't necessarily miss doing their hair, but it's how I get to see them. It's the vehicle that I see them through. And so I do look forward to getting back to it, but not necessarily for the reasons that one might think. And I think that that's pretty true for a lot of us. And I think if that's true, there's a lot of wisdom and there's a lot that can come from this time. And if that's true and it's really about the connection, then we need to get really honest with ourselves about how many people we're packing in and how much work we're doing. Because if it's not about what we're doing, it's about how we make people feel, then the solution isn't necessarily to do that thing more. It's not like, okay, like I love how doing hair makes me feel, so let's do more of it. Not necessarily, because if the connection and the relationship is really the juice, the guts, the gooey goodness of it all, and then we like take 17 people in a day, the stuff that makes it special, it's like, it's going to be just less than, you know what I mean? Like they're going to get less of you. And so I know for so long, we've always thought like we had to just keep going and going and going. But what if we just keep connecting and doing it really well and seeing if that is actually our secret sauce? And it's not about being a people pleaser and turning around and getting every client in because it's maybe more about really enjoying your time with the people that you get to be with and knowing that it could be the last time you see some people. Life is crazy. If that this hasn't taught us that, I don't know what will. Life is wild. And there's been moments for me where I'm spending time with someone and they're in my chair and it's like that extra care that I put into it that I don't know why I'm doing it, but I look back later and it's like that person passed away that day, you know? And it's like, why did I take the time to be like, oh, can I do this for you? Like, like, you know, it's like if I was seeing too many people and I was short with that person or I was overextended in my life, because we all get that way. And that's the last thing that that experience I had with that person on the last day of their life. Like those are the kinds of things you can't take back. And I know there's going to be this like feeling from the world and society that when we get back, we have to like work in hyperdrive to get our lives back to where they were. But I think we're missing the point. And I don't think the point is to make up for what we've lost but to appreciate the moments that we have more. And I think if we can take that into life with us, then I think that we're going to have just better days and better encounters and better experiences and better outcomes. And I've been really into saying like less but better. Like I would love for something to come out of this time too, is for people to come out of this reset with this appreciation for not doing so much. Because what if we all realize that we've been trying too hard? I mean, I know I'm guilty of 
feeling like anytime someone says, hey, can you do this? Like being like, I'll make it happen without even knowing if (laughs) that's going to be right for me. And I think we're all guilty of, you know, like the world saying jump and we say how high, but what if we're like, I don't like jumping. I don't want to keep jumping. I'm, I don't, I'm not a jumper. Like, and the people that love me know I don't jump. I don't know. I just wonder if there's this opportunity to like show up more as yourself and show more of who you actually are and less of the veneer, less of the, the shininess and more of just your messy self. I've been saying lately that when I'm in the middle of something, it's like the messy middle and I'm in a messy middle right now where it's like, I don't know when I'm going back to work. I don't know what benefits are actually going to come through for me. I don't know, but it's usually when I want to quit tends to coincide with one another. Usually I'm in the messy middle and I'm like looking for an eject button. I'm looking hard for an eject button. And honestly, I've been like, this is great. I love being with my family. And the next day I'm like, I don't want this to be my life. And my husband's like, what are you talking about? It's like, I don't want to be here with you with the dogs all the time. And I think that that's all just part of the journey. But I think that it's like, what if, what if we're trying to skip the part that actually gives us the wisdom, that educates us, that empowers us, that allows us to like do it differently? And I think that the part that you really that you want to quit, you have to decipher with yourself: Do I want to eject button out of here because it's hard and I don't like to do hard stuff, or do I want to eject myself because this isn't? right for me. And they're different things. And I think that getting quiet and having this space right now, you know, maybe, maybe you change your career. Maybe, maybe you start a career. Maybe you leave a relationship. Sometimes when you're in the messy middle, you're going to learn stuff. You're going to hear stuff. You're going to have to experience stuff that isn't fun. But I find right after the messy middle and right after wanting to quit, comes a lot of really good stuff in my life. But it involves me surrendering and letting it be messy, letting it be uncomfortable and letting it just my life move through me. And I've yet to see an example of that where as excruciating as it is, that I don't come out the other side with a life that I'm like, I could not have skipped that. I couldn't have skipped it. And I think I would love for people to leave quarantine, staying at home and saying, I wouldn't go back on that because what I learned from it, what I got from it, it was just too good. I don't, it wasn't a gift. It doesn't have to be a gift in your life. Some people, sometimes I say things like that, but I, what I don't mean it, that I'm glad that it happened or I wish it on someone. What I mean is I'm grateful for the lessons and I'm grateful for what I've taken from this hard time. And I think that we can all find meaning in this time. It can be inconvenient meaning. It can be inconvenient things that come up. But what better time than now to to work, work on yourself and work through what you've 
what you've got going on because we have an opportunity, an invitation to come back to our lives differently. And I hope you'll, I hope you'll take the invitation and I hope that you'll do what feels authentic to you because a lot of stuff is smoke and mirrors. But what's real and true is in your heart and I can't wait to get back to being with the clients that I get to spend my days with and to but I also want to take a lot more of me with me wherever I go, meaning share more of myself with safe people. I want to have more of me left for my personal life because I am a much nicer person now with, without a job. I don't know what that's telling me. Still going to sit in that a little longer. But I just want to leave you with the idea that there's, there's, good, there's good stuff in this ground that we're sitting in right now. There's nutrients, there's meaning, there's lessons, there's a lot of wisdom that you have in you that can move through you. And I hope that you'll take this time to, to be with yourself because if you can't be with yourself now, when in the Sam fuckery are you going to make the time? Because if you've got anything right now, it's time. So do it. Do you. Work on you. For you. But really for the world because you're going to show up in a really beautiful way on the other side of this if you, if you do this work now. So I leave you with, I love you, and have a wave-making day, my friends. Bye-bye.